Welcome back to the Last Night Podcast. My name is John, a.k.a. Margaret Thatcher. I want to talk about the Spice Girls. I want to talk about the Spice Girls. I was just speaking to Jerry before I arrived here. Uh, do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? Yes, of course. Do you think she effectively utilized girl power by funneling money to illegal paramilitary death squads in Northern Ireland? I don't know about that. Like, I don't know why her name was such a tongue twister for me. It took me a couple of tries to actually say her name correctly. Like, Margaret Thatcher. I could keep, like, I don't know, combining the end two. I don't know, whatever. Either way, it is Wednesday. Uh, not August. September 1st. We are finally in September. This is the, what, last quarter of the year? Is that four months? Yeah. Last quarter of the year. My birthday's coming up. I'm excited. Not in September, October, though. But I'm pretty hyped. This is, like, my favorite season like, all of the year. I think I've talked about it before. Like, fall and winter season. Oh, I love it. And, like, in true, you know, entry to fall fashion, hurricane season shows up. It's been, like, rainy and gloomy and bummy all day. Because like we're getting, like, our little bit of fair share of rain from the hurricane. Not, like, the, the main stuff. Like, anything, like, too, too serious. But, like, this morning, it was pretty rough. And, like, the wind has been crazy out here. I saw a dude hydroplane today. Like, this morning when I was, uh driving out from school so we we're like coming down on the ramp to merge to like the the freeway i guess you can say and it wasn't too busy at this time because it was like 11 30 something like that and this guy was in a mustang of course because you know mustang drivers can't drive <laughs> and he was using like uh the lanes merge from two lanes to one lane and then merge into the the freeway so he was behind me so then as he made that turn he hopped down to the other lane zoomed up to get in front of me before the lanes merged again and then he went into the freeway. And, like, right as he went into the freeway, he, like, just, like, skipped on a puddle. Spun out. It was absolutely insane. He kind of saved it. He got into the grass. It was, like, a grass median. But he didn't hit the, uh, what was it? The guardrail? Yeah, he was, like, so close to smashing into the guardrail. That would have been bad. It was a pretty nice Mustang. I'll give him that. But, like, that would have been pretty ugly. But, yeah, he did a little... A little full spin, slid off into the grass, and I rode off into the distance having the last laugh. Bars. But, <laughs> yeah, it's been, like, some some great... Actually, speaking of, like, crazy weather, crazy drivers. Dude, okay, so, like, I was... I, I witnessed, was so close to witnessing, like, the most terrible accident ever. And, like, I saw it, I saw it coming from a mile away. Because, <laughs> like, I was on the interstate... Uh, and like, it's like kind of dense traffic, but traffic is flowing. So like, we're going like 65, 70, but it's, it's dense though. Everyone's there. Uh, and there's like this guy in a freight truck, like an 18 wheeler. And this dude was driving like so reckless. He was just like coming in dummy hot. And he was like right on the butt of this like minivan. And he was in the second to last lane further to the left. So that's the fifth lane. Cause it's a sixth lane interstate. And so I was in the sixth lane. And so, like, I saw the way he was, like, coming on him. So I slowed down. I was, like, right next to him. So I slowed down. And then, like, right as I slowed down, the minivan, like, tapped his brakes. And the truck driver, like, swerved into my lane. I thought I was going to tip over. He, he was getting a little bit shaky. And it was like, there was, dude, there was no reason for you to be falling that closely in the first place. But, like, even further down the interstate, a couple miles later, he was doing the exact same thing. Exact same thing almost happened again. It's like, dude, you're gonna get somebody killed, bro. Like that that's how you that's how you you mess around. It's raining, wind is crazy, you're top heavy. Stupid stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so stupid. 
And like part of it, I, I'm telling you part of it is because I watch all those freaking videos of like the dash cam videos. Like I'm so careful now. I, I, I like, I don't know like why those are so like, I don't know. Once you watch one of them, you just like can't get enough of it. But then like, but they're good, you know, somewhat healthy. They make you drive safer. They'll tell you that one. Make you drive safer. So it's like, I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> it's like you see stuff like that. And it's just like, uh, this is why uh, SWAT people don't like driving on the interstate. Like, I remember a couple, was it four years ago? Yeah, 2017. Uh, I was teaching a couple people how to drive. And actually, I was teaching technically two people, but one person more seriously how to drive. Uh, she was like, what, 17 at the time, I think? Something like that. It's like back when I was doing the JV. I think she was one of the JV students. So I was like, I taught like a couple of them how to drive. Uh, but she was like the first one. And the first one was the scariest thing ever. Like, <laughs> I know what it's like to be a parent when you're teaching someone how to drive. Especially because it, it was in my car. So like, it was absolutely terrifying. But, uh, like, fast forward, like, what, two years later, she got her license. And... It was me, her, and a couple of people. We were all hanging out one time. And she picked, uh, we were all driving from one place to another. And she was driving. And she took the longest way possible because she, like, purposely avoids the interstate. Like, she will not go on the interstate, like, at all. Like, it's so crazy to me. <laughs> Actually, Jay's the exact same way. Jay will not go on the interstate at all. He'll take whatever route he can to not go on the interstate. And things like, I'm the opposite. Like, I prefer the interstate because, like, I do not like back roads. Because back roads, that's where you slip up. You know what I'm saying? Like, one small mistake. You hit a curve too fast. Boom, you're off in the trees. I don't like that. But like, we're on the inner city. You got that open space. You know, there's a lot of cars, but, like, there's comfort in numbers. There's safety in numbers. You know what I mean? Open space, you can move freely a little bit. I like that a lot better than, like, being in the back roads. Also, it's significantly faster. Like, I don't know. I don't know how one could survive while taking the air. Well, actually, I do because, like, I never do the air in the morning because the traffic in Atlanta is absolutely terrible. But, like, doing that, like, consistently, like, as your normal route, no, it just sounds... Charlie, no! Not now. Order some pizza. I think... Actually, no, I did uh, pick up. So, that's definitely the pizza delivery, man. I really want my pizza, though. All right. Short intro today. Let's hop into the episode. Okay. It's Wednesday, so you already know all this stuff happens. We say this every single Wednesday. Uh, you got the graciousness of a short... I'm not sure if it's a graciousness. Maybe you like the long intros than usual but like i feel like i talked myself out yesterday because like yesterday the intro was like well yesterday was just chatting but the day before that monday the intro was like 20 minutes long <laughs> like i i talked so like i said like everything that i had on me i think it's because like obviously sunday i didn't like you know do an intro because sunday was sunday's episode uh so it's like today was just like a super like chill relaxed day like nothing happened and I'm like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all talked out. I got nothing else on the, <laughs> on the back. So actually, one thing I do have to mention, I never, I still haven't talked about this, was like, so, besides this Sunday coming up, going to be the state of the podcast address, right? So I think for this month of September, we're going to do deep dives for the Sundays, three Sundays. It's, I, it's not going to be like another three-part thing. But that's because, if you remember, I've been saying this for like the entire year since like February. I'm like, I, I have a plan for October, right? October is now next month. So, in like, I guess, preparation for October, give me, I guess, time to, you know, kind of focus on that, I guess. Uh, also, yeah, now we're doing, just do deep dives for this month. I got some good ones, though. 
I got some, like, I've had some, like, ideas that, like, I've had for a while. They, like, because I hadn't done a deep dive thing yet, like, they, you know, they haven't really, like, come up yet. But now that, like, deep dive, I guess it's established. We say established. It's, it's been started, right? Now I, I know, like, what I can do and like, how I can do it and what I want to do. I got some good ones. <laughs> I got some good ones. So you got that to look forward to. Two weeks, because this week is, uh, say, the podcast address. But... Let's get into the questions. Uh, oh, this thing has been weird. Okay, here we go. We already did this one. <laughs> and this one. What percentage of your life do you feel truly alive? When do you feel that way? How can you feel that way more often? What percentage of your life do you feel truly alive? That's... I don't do it now. I don't know, Brad. That's like a... That's like a... That's a decision thing, right? Because, like, I mean, you choose what you want to do with your life. Like, you choose how you want to live your life, right? Like, you have choices, right? So, like, if you say, how, what percentage of your life do you feel truly alive? Like, if you choose to, like, do things 100% of the time that makes you feel truly alive, then you'll feel truly alive for 100% of your life. But we're talking, like, a normal lifestyle, I guess, uh, I don't know, you can't figure a percentage. Like, I would say, like, with, like, how people work nowadays, because, like, people like, are, like, workaholics, uh, I would say, like, probably, like, you probably, a, I don't know, a week, like, a week a year, I would say, where, like, maybe you get a vacation, something like that, if you're lucky, you get a vacation for, like, a week a year, and if you live for, let's say, a hundred years, which is just to make it easy, <laughs> uh, that's, what, a hundred weeks? Wait, that didn't... No, because now I had the math of, like, the percentage of we. That's... I would say 10%. <laughs> 10%, right? But then I guess also it depends, like, uh, when you're a kid, do you count that as feeling truly alive? Because, like, you have some pretty great experiences as a kid, you know? I'm not sure if you count that. I don't know. But the other part of the question, when do you feel that way and how can you feel that way more often... I don't know, I said when you would feel that way when you're just, like, you're doing something that you actually enjoy, right? Like, let's say, like, if you're, like, hanging around people, or it'd be, like, your family or your friends or something like that, and y'all are doing something that, like, you know, everyone's engaged in, like, you're locked in, like, like you're, you're creating a core memory if you've ever watched, like, Inside Out, that movie. That's a great movie. But, yeah, like, when you're creating a core memory, that's when you feel truly alive. That's the perfect explanation for that i think <laughs> uh and how can you feel that way more often you gotta do more things like that I, but the thing is like life isn't set up that way especially right now uh with like the whole covid ordeal uh also just like bro life is expensive man nothing is free in life and it's like since like a lot of jobs don't pay that well you know you have to spend most of your time working in order to make enough money to like be able to work comfortably you know so it's like you don't even really get the time to do stuff like that because like the time that you would have to do stuff like that you would be spent working in order if you get the money to do stuff like that you know what i mean so it's like i mean you can find the time if something is important to you you'll find the time right that's how the quote goes so, like, if, like, you know, truly feeling alive, 
is super important to you, whatever that means to you by your definition, then you'll find the time to do it. That's just that's just how it works. And that's how it works in pretty much everything, really. Like if you really want to do it, you find the time for it. It's like this whole the whole thing with like uh, going to the gym. I think that's where you like you hear it most. Or people's like, uh, oh yeah, I don't have the time to go to the gym. And everyone else say, or like the gym people would always say, like, oh yeah, if if you really wanted to go to the gym, if you really wanted to lose weight or whatever, then you'd find the time. But if you didn't really want to lose weight, and you know you're just standing there for all the talk, then of course you'll find an excuse for you to like, you know, not go to the gym. It's really the same place here. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, next one. Run it again. Okay. What do you think existed before the universe was created? Okay, let me, re- let me reread that slowly because I stuttered through all of that. What do you think existed before the universe was created? Ooh, it's time to have an existential crisis. Yep, feels about right. Okay, so this is, okay, this question bothers me. It's kept me up thousands of nights. <laughs> like, okay, because like, okay, I think I might have talked about this before. But to process, like, the idea of, like, what was there before the universe was created, I think the answer lies in the answer to the question of what is the universe expanding into, right? Because the universe is always expanding in all directions at the speed of light, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it works, something like that. Near the speed of light, almost the speed of light is how fast the universe is expanding, Right. But for something to expand, it has to be inside of something. You get what I'm saying? If you're you you can't not be in anything because that's how expanding works, because by definition of expansion, it is. Wait, no, don't say something stupid, John. Let me think. Let me process this. (laughs) Right. Okay. so like. Like, you have to be in something <laughs> to expand. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, the... Like, I had, like, a... I don't know, like, a good statement in my head. I just lost it. But either way... So, like, whatever that thing is that we are expanding into... That's what was there before the universe was created. You know what I mean? If you've ever watched Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... Okay, and like the the part where it's like a flashback to where like that you know civilization at built that supercomputer like the all knowing computer like what the meaning of life is and it was like forty seven was it forty seven or forty two forty two and then she was like to help you decipher what that means I'll build you a simulation that's like so realistic or whatever and they will search for the meaning of what that means and that civilization civilization is our universe like that's also like you know think about it <laughs> think about it because like i mean if you i mean if you do think about it like it, it, this, this is the problem there's levels to it bro <laughs> there's levels to it because like then what where do they exist right like where is their universe like, like everything has to exist in everything you know what I mean? Like there, there, there literally is no end point of existence because everything has to be in something. There just can't be. Like I hope that makes sense, or I, I meant, or maybe I'm just like babbling. It doesn't make sense. But like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, so like, we as humans, for like, we have to exist. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> like, ah, uh, hopefully that makes sense, right? Like, if you have, if you have a ball, no, that's a, that's a dumb, a dumb one. If you have a loaf of bread, I'm gonna keep talking through Charlie's barks. If you have a loaf of bread and you put it in. Uh, like some Tupperware, right? That's a bad example. What brownies? Okay. <laughs> if you have brownies, you put the brownies in some Tupperware, right? The brownies are in the Tupperware, but the Tupperware is in your kitchen. The kitchen is in your house. The house in your neighborhood. Neighborhood in the city. City in the I don't know district, state, state, country, country, uh, continent, continent, Earth, Earth. Galaxy, uh, solar system, galaxy. You see, like it, everything is in something, so it's like, but but there has to be an end to it. Like, <laughs> like it's just so mind-boggling because, like, I mean, I think it's a thing where it's like we can't process it as like three-dimensional beings. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're, 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 it's it's greater than what our feeble human minds can process. Because, like, logically speaking, it makes no sense. Like, none of this makes sense. Like, existence as a whole doesn't make... Like, it doesn't add up. At all. Like, because, e- like, like, if you even if you, you say, like, okay, you got science and whatnot, you know, t- telling you what makes up the universe. Yeah, okay, that's what makes up the universe. But how? Why? The, the, the question, why... That can never be answered. Like at least not. I, I I don't think that we can answer it as like a human race. I don't think that we will ever have the ability to answer why all of this happened. Right? Like we can answer like how it all happened. I got real southern with that happened right there. <laughs> we can answer like why it all happened. You know, you can get down to your string theory, your quarks, all that stuff. Right? The building blocks of atoms, whatnot. But why does it happen? Like why? Like why did it all start off in the first place? Like, you can't answer that. It doesn't matter which. Doesn't matter what side. What you believe on, whether it's religiously or scientifically, like you can't. You really can't. Because even if you want to go science, if you say scientifically, right? You're talking about the Big Bang. Okay, so why was all that stuff there in the first place? Why did it all get so hot and compress on itself? Like where and where does it exist? That is our universe, and we were originally inside of that. Where did that thing exist? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's there's so many levels to it. I've been talking about this for too long. Okay. <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole that I should not be going down. <laughs> We're going to go to the next one because I could go on, for, on to that for like hours. Is technological advancement a net positive or net negative? I feel like I've answered this one before. At least something like this. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, a net positive, obviously. Because it's like, I mean, barring everything I just said about not being able to, like, ever know, answer the question why, technological advancement is the reason why we know, we can answer how. You know what I mean? Like, all this stuff that we know about the universe, about science and whatnot, is because of technological advancements, right? As technology advances, our knowledge advances, our advances, our ability to access knowledge advances, uh... Our ability to discover knowledge, like, like so much, happens for the world. Now, I mean, you could look at it 
on the other side, depending on what technology you're talking about, because we're talking, we got, you know, modern technology includes hydrogen bombs. Those are pretty gnarly. <laughs> like I watched a, a breakdown explanation of how hydrogen bomb works a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, first I watched one about how how the atom bomb worked, right? Is the atom bomb released fifteen thousand was it what kilojoules of energy or tons of t the the energy released from the atom bomb was equivalent to fifteen thousand tons of TNT, right? The energy released from a hydrogen bomb is I think it was like ten was it ten million or ten billion? No, ten million or a hundred million. A hundred million. <laughs> A hundred million tons of TNT. Like, it's absolute madness. Like, the breakdown of how it works, it's like, honestly, it's clever. I'll give them that, it's clever. Because, like, so, like, atomic bombs, I think it was, I might just be spewing some BS here, and then just to sound smart, I don't know. <laughs> I'm no expert, okay? But I think atomic bombs were fusion. No. Atomic bombs were fission. <laughs> And hydrogen bombs for fusion. I might have that backwards. It doesn't matter. Either way, the process for the hydrogen bomb takes like a lot more energy, or a lot more heat to get kickstarted. It requires more heat than what the sun produces. Charlie, can you not? Not while I'm giving a class, bro. I'm doing a breakdown. A breakdown, Charlie. Come on now. <laughs> but so yeah, it's like more heat than like the sun releases, right? And so the only way you can get that heat is by detonating an atomic bomb right on top of it. So, like, in the capsule of, like, the head, warhead of a hydrogen bomb, it's, like, the hydrogen bomb cell, and then on top of that is an atomic bomb, and then wrapped around that is a regular bomb to activate the atomic bomb. And when that gets activated, that heat activates the hydrogen bomb, and then, boom, you get an explosion. It's madness, Absolute madness. And the even crazier thing is like, there's like what? I think a, thousand, a couple thousand of them? Something like that? <laughs> Hell between like, you know, your typical countries, US, Russia, uh, Germany? I think Germany's on there. Germany, UK? Yeah. I think they're on there. And you can count those as technological advancements. And would you call that a net positive or net negative? Right? I mean, if you think about it, if they never get used, it doesn't really matter. But I think the big problem is the fact that they have the option to be used, you know? Because, like, one of those things where it's like, okay, if you if you have a gun but you never shoot it, did you even have a gun in the first place? You know? So it's like, the thing is, though, I don't think, personally, I don't think that they will ever be used simply because of the whole, oh, I forgot what the name of that thing was. But, like, because... Countries know if they use it on someone, then like it'll it'll probably be used on them, right? So like if they bomb, like let's say, you know, typical, oh I forgot China, China also of course they got their their stuff going, but like you know let's say like Russia decides to drop a hydrogen bomb in a city in the U.S. and of course the U.S. is gonna drop one in Russia, so it's like it's lose lose. So it's just like people, it's like you have them just to say like, okay, if you use it on me, I'll use it on you. So we're just not going to use it at all. You know? So it's like the, the net negative is like zero of them even existing. 
but the fact that they're an option still kind of frightening. <laughs> but if you like this episode, enjoy the podcast. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Give it a rating. All that good jazz. Just let me know. Actually, of course, you do like it. Share with your friends because good friends give friends good things. And you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. If you're on all social media, is that guy that I have on the IGs. And as always, 8 a.m. Eastern. Same time. Same place. Every single day. I will see you tomorrow. I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Stay hydrated. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Have a good one.